Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Dun, dun. It's hot and it's hot as fuck in my room. It's hot in here. It's hot. So hot and <laughs> <laughs> oh. that was a good time. That was a good time. It's actually hot. I'm not lying. Wow, that, I just bought a box fan because I could not. Um, yeah, it's almost summertime, guys, and we do have something special coming for the summer. I like special. Us on um. Uh, the social media so we'll talk about that towards the end hey y'all welcome back to another episode of Ooh, girl that's scary it's your I'm co-host scared. jazz the 40 ounce connoisseur and it's cat daddy we got a desk guest a returning guest who that real nigga of the millennium yes Go plug ahead. yourself my friend it's me <laughs> i'm just here just here to talk about some of my favorite horror movies with my friends Oh yes, this is uh, our friend Ernest. Um, he, Ernest. If you listen to our zombie episode, he's on that episode with our other friend Silly. Um, great, I talked about him all the time. Yeah, he was clearly I'm obsessed. And the, I also was on the slasher episode too, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah. the yeah, the you were on the slasher episode. Um, so you know, um, hey, you know, Ernest is cool and he likes spooky shit and nerd shit and video games. So he's in the same shit we into. And one thing that we're into is Scream as a series. So, um, oh. The original screen was what written by Wes Craven. Yeah, uh, it was. It was written by Kevin Williamson okay. and um, yeah, and Wes Craven. Yeah. Okay. So both of them. Rest in peace, Wes Craven, y'all. Yes. R.I.P. Um, to a G. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna talk about the Scream series and Scream. The original one was. We're gonna, I guess, go kind of in order as we talk about it. We'll have some general questions about Scream as we go through. But it, the first one was in what 1996. Yep. You know, if you like horror, go watch Scream. We're going to spoil the fuck out of all of these movies. So go watch all one through four. I would suggest all four because none of them are so bad where you can't see them once. They're none all three on Tubi. All four of them, apparently. And one through three, I watched within the last 48 hours. So I know they are there. Now, granted, uh, this episode may not come out for y'all right now. But Hopefully it'll come out free. Yeah, it'll come out soon enough where it should still be free. Even still, the original Scream, if you've never seen it, I would pay. 
I would I would pay money to rent it if you can't get it anywhere else. Absolutely. And whatever reason, but the original Scream definitely worth the watch. Um, so Scream is about uh this it's a slasher film. It's like ooh, the new age down nine two thousands, we're about to change it up on niggas, you know, where we don't take the movie as seriously. It's kind of meta. You like the the characters know they're in a scary movie and that as it goes on, that is the basis of a lot of the, you know, assumptions and things we talk about because the character's like okay so what happens in a scary movie okay this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna move like this because i already know what's gonna happen but then you still get kind of murdered um because you don't account for other things sometimes it depends um or some of the characters don't really know they're in a scary movie until it's too fucking late but you know it's kind of a kind of funny slasher um it was scary as a bitch i was scared when i first saw this tension building tension like that especially on the phone like back back in that time you know prank callers i don't know how old you guys listening are but i was born in the 90s and you know niggas was prank calling that was a thing like they were prank calling you know everybody didn't have caller id you know you couldn't really start to see 90s niggas until a little bit later you know no for real like niggas was just calling people you know playing pranks because you can get away with it. Now, you can't really do that, and I don't answer unknown numbers anyway. Yeah, I don't know the number. I am, in fact, not answering it. So, there's that. Um, but 1996, having a cell phone in general is a little shaky. You had money. Thought, yeah, you they had thought, thought you was a drug dealer. Having pages and shit, you a doctor or a drug dealer. And that's yeah, what that's I thought. Um, but, you know, feelings about Scream, the original Scream, guys. How y'all feel? We're about to dive into the sequence of the story. Everybody's a suspect. Yes. <laughs> That's how I feel about the movie. Every fucking body's a suspect, okay? Everybody turned around, this nigga the killer, this nigga might be a killer. It was just so many red herrings. Uh, so many, ooh, this person looks creepy, and they used to make certain people creep really creepy on purpose, and then they're not even the killer, but then they might be because they say weird shit. And I'm like, why would you say that? Why would you act like that? You Do you not know you're in a... I didn't expect the, expect the killers to be the killers. Um, I did not because originally I thought one of the killers, no, we're spoiling it at this point. Cause like I said, if you haven't seen Scream, you shouldn't be here. I'd have told your ass to go see the original. I'm getting a little okay. aggressive. Go see the original. Thanks, please. Love you so much. Go see the original and then come back. But then also people, like I said, don't care about spoilers, but I would like for you to watch it. It's an experience. What about you, Murders? Honestly. I would say watch the movies before I listen to this episode because I like the ending of one. Sadly, I was spoiled before because I saw two, Scream 2, before I seen Scream 1. Damn. So, I mean, I did, at the time, I didn't know who the kills were, but I didn't know who survived. So, you know, it's that type of thing. Yeah. But it is what it is. I was young. Yeah, I understand. My mom, because she loves horror as much as I do, I was six in the movie theater. I shouldn't have been in no motherfucking movie theater at six. Well, I because I remember I know for a fact because I remember the smell of popcorn. <laughs> watching this movie and the bitches, but the opening scene of Scream, Drew Barrymore with this blonde fucking wig, yes, yes. hanging out with her oversized sweater, living Looks. her best life on her. I remember having the fucking cordless phone, a white one at that. I was like, dang, that definitely would be me. You know, hanging out with you popcorn and then call play on your phone and you think it's cute until you get ready to hang up and they be like, bitch, I'm gonna kill you. What? That was an amazing opening scene. Man, I love that open the opening too. Like I you know how people have this, you know, this credits and this title card, whatever, then this is the niggas acting. Okay, that's cool. But I like when they don't give me shit and niggas start acting up front. I just fuck that. I can figure out who's who later. Fuck that. I don't go to movies to see 
specifically because certain people are in them. Mm-hmm. I go because of what what is this plot? Let me see what this plot. I trust whoever you chose can act their way through. Nope. You know, they be fucking up, they be fucking Lord. up. But my going into it, I don't really care if it's a no actor, unknown actor. What what job are you gonna do on this thing? And I mean, right now I knew Drew Barrymore. But, and that's the crazy thing about Scream One. It opens with the biggest name star at the time, mm-hmm. and then having ha- and having her be murdered. <laughs> You're like, oh shit! I have no idea what's gonna happen now. Like, that's Drew Barrymore just got killed. Yeah, that's kind of like what Alfred Hitchcock. I mean, kind of sort of did the same thing with Psycho. Like, you took the main character, somebody you like, the audience had already had or quickly made a connection to, and just killed her off in the beginning of the movie. So now you're like, hold on now, like. Where the fuck do we go from here? Like, who are these niggas? But you know, everybody else is but a too familiar. Right you can. You're yeah, on the ride. I, mean, I hate you. Yeah. As soon as I hit play, I was here. Yeah. So they, they definitely kill her off, but it's like a, you know, it's, it's normal. You get cool with Drew Barrymore. She's hanging out. She's not stupid. You know, she's not, she doesn't give this, ooh, whatever, bitch. I'm going to just talk to you. I wouldn't choose her as a trivia partner. Mm, yeah. Well, the interesting thing about that part, and that's a little like reading more into the character and who like who's actually doing the killings, is that regardless of what answer she gave, they were going to kill her regardless. Oh yeah, because the thing is, they asked who was the killer in like in Friday Thirteenth. Like we all know, it's Mrs. Voorhees, but they weren't really specific. Like when they were talking about this at that time in '96, there's a franchise called Friday the Thirteenth. They talk about the whole yeah. franchise. Are they talking about Mrs. Voorhees? Are they talking about the girl who kills Mrs. Voorhees? Because technically, she's a killer as well, since so she killed someone in the movie. But you know, it's, it's like I said, it was a it was a trap. Regardless, they were going to murder her regardless of who she said. And even still, she was stressed. How she go about to make the best decision she can when she's fucked up? Okay, she this nigga already said he go kill her. Her popcorn burnt. She's home alone. Like, this nigga to call her three times because he hung. She hung up the wrong number. Then he called her again, and it's like, oh, and it doesn't seem as threatening as her. You know how niggas are creepy, but not as threatening. You know they're creepy, but that's fucking creepy. But this is not about to end my life. Yeah. You know he's flirting like, oh, what's your sense here? Whatever. Now, granted, my black ass would have hung the fuck up. Period. Before he even got a chance, and we already called, in your house, and we called again. He wasn't in the house at that point. I don't think he was in the vicinity. He was in the vicinity, but. That's as far as he would have got because as soon as the nigga called me twice, I would have started locking the fucking doors because, bitch, you don't play on my fucking phone. The door would have been locked because anyway. you live in a life where you don't Look, have you live in a band But you have to remember, you have to remember, she did lock the doors. She she went and locked the doors. How they got in was didn't they throw something in the window? I can't remember. Yeah, I've just seen something in a while. In the house, aerobatics. Like, she wasted time going around to lock the doors though. They should have been already locked. And I was like, oh, my doors is locked. Let me. And she had a. She had her hands on the knife because she was playing with it, and then she didn't take it. <laughs> she didn't take it because she wasn't threatened. She didn't feel threatened. And I immediately felt threatened because I don't know you, and you got my mm-hmm. phone number. And back then. You know, you can't just get my fucking phone number. Like, you can't. You can. Some people are in the phone books, but I know that you, me, you're not calling, going in the phone book to find me to play on my phone this much and threaten to gut me like a fish, which sticks for me forever. I'm going to gut you like a fish. Whoo! Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It's escalated quickly. I would have been in the bathroom with a knife. Just now, let's, door now, let's go a little bit further, like deeper into this. It's like, all right, so who ends up killing her now? Because there's two killers. There's Billy and Stu. Mm-hmm. Stu is her ex-boyfriend. So he intimately probably knows that house. Mm-hmm. So him getting in probably wouldn't have been hard anyway. 
He probably knows where her secret key is stashed because he's been with her. We don't know how long, but she was dating him and dumped him for the fo- the, her current boyfriend, mm-hmm. who they end up murdering. So it's just like, it was well planned out. They knew what they were planning on doing. And like I said, they were going to kill her no matter what happened. And they knew how they could get in the house and how to mess with her the best. And so that's what they ended up doing. And it's just wild. Like when you think about like watching the movie after knowing more, like what's going on, it's just like, wow, open your eyes to everything that's going on. Because both characters, as we talked about before, are very genre savvy. They love horror movies. They know everything about horror movies. So they so they try to methodically plan to make everything more like a movie and what to avoid to try to force their victims into doing those things. And it's just crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild and it's very self-aware like oh if I was in a movie oh they do this in the movies oh they do that in the movies bitch I'm not this person from this movie don't be doing all that you know they make so many references to like all these other horror movies that you've probably seen before right and I really like that's why I'm 100% here for Jamie Kennedy's character Randy Randy is that guy okay yeah I love that Randy even like I know I'm jumping the shark a little bit but even in like future movies, Randy, you know, still has some sort of a presence because at this point we've already said we're spoiling the so it is what it is. But he still has his hand in every story. Well, the to, first three, first, yeah, to a certain degree, yeah. yeah, for the first three. I don't think, yeah, no, not in four, one at all. But I yeah. wonder if they'll mention him in five. Maybe, possibly. If that nigga pulls up with another fucking take, like, hey y'all, I'm back, nigga. Be, uh, um, here my no, DVD collection. I knew you niggas was gonna fuck up, so let me just explain some um, obscure lore shit that I found out. Here's this. Here's some rules, and they gonna put, come into play later. Well, Randy was fun. He's definitely uh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's self aware, and he's definitely like he's in love with Sid, who is the main character and is in all of the movies. Um, who's a super duper final girl, super saiyan final girl. Like you know. It's not very many franchises where you have a final girl that makes it through multiple sequels. The final girl, you like, I know with Jason, I know with Friday the 13th, these other movies. Yeah. The, there's a final girl. They eventually die. They eventually die, and then you get a new final girl. And this one, no, they're die hard, not fucking around. Like, no, this bitch here is a bad bitch. She adapts. Um, mm-hmm. Sydney Prescott. And you watch her, you know, in the first one, she's a teenager. She's not fucking, you know, she get a little, <laughs> she got pizza, no, really. She's not fucking with you hoes. She's not playing with you hoes. You know, she's a little PG. She might show a little tit here and there, but she's not doing too much. Although Billy is trying to fuck real hard, but she's like, whatever. Her boyfriend was trash. And then for us to later find out that this nigga is the killer. Yes. And not only one of the killers, one of them. And he was like, you know, mad. That's why it also calls back when she's, she's coming off the year anniversary of her mom getting murdered. And which is hard. Like, your mom's getting murdered and you're like 16, 17, maybe, no, no, she's a senior. She's like 17, 18. You know, you're young. This is a prime time for you to need your fucking mom. And she got murdered brutally. You're not over that. He's like, this is like a year ago. You mad because her mama broke up your motherfucking family and your mama abandoned you, but you taking that out on Sydney when you need to be talking to your fucking mom. Because her divorcing your fucking daddy ain't got shit to do with her being a mom to you. Um, but you know, you don't need your, you're misdirecting your anger and you want to be mad at Sydney who ain't do shit. She was just minding her fucking business, to be quite honest. Like, you, her, she didn't, she's not responsible for her mom. While, like, her mom was cool, but her mom was also, you know, 
Like she had a husband, she had a nigga, she had another nigga. You well, know. let's pump the brakes because mm-hmm. Maureen Prescott was living a whole life, secret life. She was at Hollywood. Oh, yeah, she niggas was... ain't know about that. She was she's starting and biting. Niggas don't know who she Wait, is. Wait, say. I said she was starting and biting around town. Listen, she was having a great time. Maureen ball head whole shit. <laughs> And I mean, you know, I'm with it, but you know, you you be mindful breaking up niggas' homes. You can't be going breaking down niggas' homes like that. Well, you know, back in the backpack when she was a youth, them she really had a whole different alias, baby. So she was really actually um, a pioneer in this uh, New Year new reset. Like yeah. She said, "Bitch, New Year, New Me." Um, she told told time, and this is of course a specifics. Now we're jumping bit. ahead, but yeah. still, here we are. If you like, I said, if you've seen the movies, you should be following. Well, let's slide on in. Now, Scream <laughs> 1, yes. right, we've already said that, you know, Sydney has gone through, she's gone through all these trials and tribulations, all of her friends are dying in random, obscure ways. This final scene where Jamie Kennedy's character, Randy, um, you think he's about to die, but he does die. There's a lot of fake outs, especially with, um, what's his name? David Arquette's character. Yeah, you think he's gonna <laughs> die. He's so stupid looking, like, he's silly, he's squinting his eyes. His line of his music is wild when he comes in. <laughs> it's, it's funny, like it's like a, a like a spoof situation. Like I'm the the cop, but I'm I'm the detective, but I'm smart. It's a it's a cowboy it's a cowboy sheriff type thing, it but it's played funny because it's Dewey. Dewey is an idiot. <laughs> he is fucking stupid. Shout out to the <laughs> scary movie franchise yes. uh, for the perfect. Spoof remake, but that's and a- he was stupid. And at the end of the, end of the movie, he wasn't stupid. <laughs> he was the actual killer. Yeah, yeah but it it's is wow. Movie. That was fun. Scary movie was fun. Um, it didn't. Some made jokes in age, but it was fun. Girl. I'm not gonna hold you. Scary movie one and two. I would still watch them. I'm not gonna hold you. Um, unless y'all tell me some problematic secret. But other than that, <laughs> watch it. The OG yeah. scream was fine. Now, yeah. because this movie was the icon that it was, it was like you know doing a lot of shit for its time. Like, we're really not seeing movies being really super aware of themselves. Yeah, it's, meta um, is not a thing that was, like, niggas want super meta. Wes Craven is out here doing his thing again. And all of the movies are like that. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, Scream pioneered the meta commentary because it was, at the point, at that point in time before Scream came out, slashers were pretty much being made fun of. It, it is, what it, like, mm-hmm. after the 80s, the early 90s, like, the slashers were just not that good. Mm-hmm. And then Scream came in, destructed the whole, they deconstructed the whole entire genre of slashers and just changed the game. It was like, I, like, you, like we said before, characters are self-aware of what's going on. That don't mean that they ain't going to die, but they're trying their best to survive. If you watch most of those murders in Scream, everyone is fighting their hardest to get away from this guy. And just the fact that there's more than one of them, that's why they usually do die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they play because they well planned out. Trick your ass. Yeah. You can't escape. Like they're like, they like I say, one step ahead. Drew Carrymore. Drew Carrymore. Wow. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> she on the phone, like, oh, I'm not doing all that. Oh, I'm locking the door. She got a knife. Then she was running. Then she was trying to call, get her parents. She was trying to do all this shit. And I'm like, wow, you still die. He's oh, 10 steps ahead of you, niggas. He's 10 steps ahead of everybody. And they go and they plan these murders. Like, they're killing all of Sydney's friends because, you know, Sydney, your mama wronged us, so we gonna torture you. Which still don't make... You need to see a therapist. Um, You need to go to therapy. Yeah. You Because something... You're not okay. You're not... Because your problem's still not solved. Your mom still doesn't love you because she abandoned you. She still Girl. abandoned you after you would have... If you would have succeeded. So, there's that. But, you know, they're out here. Um, Sydney's friends are dying around her, but, you know... 
when she trucks it forward and you know Stuart who is played by Matthew Lillard and I want y'all to understand that by the end of this movie Matthew Lillard is so into this shit he is foaming at the fucking mouth y'all. Yeah, like, gone. It, <laughs> he is gone I, full level he full is he, when I say hey, that motherfucker take it to a 12 okay, said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting on this dead ass spit coming from his mouth and he's pointing and sweating and I'm like ew like ooh, this he means this shit. He had that character is a doctor for this shit. shit and him. you know what happens? He dies for this shit. He fucking dies. Billy Loomis killed that nigga. Supposedly um, dies. Yeah. We still have no hint if he's still alive or not. Because supposedly he's coming back for five. Right. So there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, supposedly he's coming back for he five, and he has a cameo in two. You know what? You're right. You're right. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, they definitely. They get to the bottom of it. These two niggas, the 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 killers, murderer, murderer. Your whole your nigga who was touching your panties a few days ago is trying to. Your kill boyfriend you. is a killer. How sick? Because his mom left him. Because his mom. Because his daddy cheated. So we now it's your fault, Sydney. Why aren't you mad at your fucking father with his bitch ass? But anyway, you know, Sydney come out on top because Sydney ain't no bitch. Like I need y'all to know that Sydney don't play. In each movie, she gets a little like a new set of information, and she operates differently every movie but it, as the story progresses she's getting mentally beat the fuck down yeah bro. she's like, still coming out on top most of the time but you can see how shit fucks the pcsd up. is crazy um now i think legendary icon who should have got more time scream two another these movies are now you know of course you start to expect that as the movies progress there's going to be a fire open scene before we yes the fire yes. open scenes but because I do want to talk about because I was in the movie theater because he's through two as well. Um, but we forgot Gail Weathers and Courtney Cox. That's Gail Weathers. I just want y'all to know. She gets punched in the face, and that's one of my favorite scenes. No, the fact and that's what you intro with. Yeah, no, movie one and I mean... two. She got knocked off. She got her fucking jaw slapped because sometimes that's what the fuck you need. And also, I feel like some of these reporters be asking way too much. You know, Sydney okay. been going through all this, and you asking her all these questions, and she rocked your fucking jaw because you questions. took it too far. And I feel like that's what you deserve. But she is a fun kind of character, though. Because she only cares really about She's selfish. It gets better. Mm-hmm. Her character get, like develops, and she's a little less up. It's still trying to propel her own career always but you know she's like even the cameras be cut off and she's like fucking i'm still gonna turn up whatever let's do it right but you know gail weapons is great dewey's is great sydney you're gonna see these are characters you're gonna see throughout that's why i'm bringing her back up because she's not going away oh she's, yeah no absolutely. she's not going away those are three characters i didn't realize we didn't mention her yeah those are three characters specifically and her and her highlights um and scream one and brows. You know wow. what? I love the nine nine two thousand, but Courtney Cox Browns was one of the reasons why I really get stressed out about a lot of things. You know what? Just an example. I didn't even focus on her brows that much because I I too had thin brows back in the day. Um, but because well, I'm stressed for all of us because that's that's what it was. No brow. It was the style. But her highlights really. The first one, okay. The second one, they were chunky, but they weren't crazy. The third one where her bangs came in and it was just her bangs. <laughs> so sad. they were so thin and just, I, I want to know who did her hair. And it looked like she had a clip-on curl bun. with a, Woo, I feel attacked. Mm, yeah, but okay. So listen, round up screen one. Killer on the loose is two killers. It's um, Sydney man, boyfriend who her mama was no. killed a year earlier and was fucking his dad. Oh, yeah. 
And, you know, she comes out on top, they die, apparently, maybe. I know Billy Loomis is dead, specifically, because yeah. when we go to screen two, the killer is Billy's fucking mom. Surprise, ho! Because she's like, bitch, you killed my son. I was a good mom. Everybody's saying it's Well, here, hold on. Wait. So, y'all mean to tell me that Billy Loomis' mom killed Jada Pinkett in the movie theater because it was a day of the end of why and her boyfriend... Didn't they name That's their name for like Maureen or something? They had nah, the same kind of um, names. It was kind of like a. The, yeah, they had the same kind of names, but I believe it wasn't her that killed them. I think it was Mickey that killed okay. them. Okay. Because remember, it's two killers. Mickey, I think Mickey did that. And you know, he's psychotic and he don't care. We know that he's sloppy. And yeah, she, he's just, like, he's just a copycat killer. She nurtured him into the way, like, okay. She was trying to play like, well, bitch, I'm saying. I'm just getting you because you killed my son. You're not saying because, girl. I did like that she was, you know, I love that the killers basically, we all know they hide in plain sight at this point. She's um, around. And she was playing like a rival anchor woman for Gail. And she was nice. Like, she wasn't a bitch. She wasn't mean like, ooh, Gail, fuck you. She's like, oh, I'm your biggest fan. It's still Gail, oh, fuck you, though. this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, Gail, fuck you. But this is what's happening right now, Gail. Oh, are you okay? Oh, what do you want to ride or some shit? Now she pulled the gun out like, haha, bitch, I'm a whole new Bitch, I lost sixty pounds. Bitch, I got work done. Bitch, look at my cheekbones. Nah, I got work I'm about done. to fuck you, hoes up. The the best thing about it is that anytime that she's around, if you notice that if Sydney or like Randy comes around or anyone that's that's from actual Woodsboro shows up, she kind of shirks away yeah. because they all would know her on sight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. when she comes in at the end, as soon as she comes out, like Mrs. Sydney, Lewis? Sydney is like, what the fuck, bitch. Are you kidding? Because of course she would know. That's her nigga. That's her nigga motherfucking mom. Yeah. So she's like, whoa. But you know, Timothy Gail Oldman plays like. uh, Mickey. He always makes me nervous. Timothy Oldman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks oily. I love Timothy Oldman. He's great. He, he looks great. He is a great actor. Yeah. She said the span is oily. Looks oily, bro. Like he looks like <laughs> like an oil slick. Yeah, like he touches <laughs> you and it's greasy, bitch. Like you bam. know. It's like you do work outside all the time. Like Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. <laughs> McConaughey. McConaughey. No, he, Matthew McConaughey doesn't look as oily. Girl, Matthew, are you working outside all Matthew time? McConaughey looks stupid to me. Uh, like, okay. not smart. And I know he's played roles where he's intelligent, but he I feel like he plays so many surfer dude roles that it's in my head that he's oh, not. Oh, no. You know, they and it's not, I'm, not try, yeah, I'm not trying to say that the nigga's stupid. I don't know him in real life. But the roles he played earlier kind of get, and then he definitely was there. What's that modeling movie with Ben? Ah, uh, shit. That was his brother. That's Owen. Oh, that's his home friend. Owen Wilson was in that. Shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Zoolander. Yeah, that's you that's Owen Wilson. Get these people mixed up. I do. So, I, people listening, when it comes to actors, I don't know their names all the time. There's some people who I see all the time, and I know their face and name immediately. Owen Wilson got a broken nose. Yeah, but I'm thinking Owen Wilson and then Matthew McConaughey. They they don't even look alike for real, for real. Nothing alike. Not at all. <laughs> like now I'm thinking about this, I'm like, oh, they don't even look alike. I do this, like I said, I do this with Daniel Radcliffe, Elijah Wood, and oh fucking Robert Pattinson. They don't even look. Alike. When you put them in a picture together, they don't no, they don't look alike, look alike. I say at all. all. But it, I would still be calling all them niggas Harry Potter. I have to stop. Uh, <laughs> I got to stop. So not not Owen Wilson. Matthew McConaughey actually looks a little smarter. Never mind. I changed my mind. So listen, Scream 2, if we have to like pause and like think about, okay, like, of course, everybody has their own favorite chapter to the story. I actually enjoyed for a long time. I, 
I don't know how I feel right now. But at one point in life, Scream 2 was my fave. Out of like, you have like, oh, here's an original and here's a sequel. Like, I definitely preferred watching the sequel over the original. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Like, I feel like the uh, the first one is better made, but I personally like the second one better because of two things. One, we bring uh, Cotton Weary actually into the story instead of like him just being out. You know, he's mentioned in the first one, but he's he's not really in it. But then in the second one, he's there. And then you also have my favorite like Ghostface. Like it's not the person doesn't die, but it's still my favorite like kill of the movie. And that's where he gets Dewey in the soundproof room. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So. I okay. Originally, I had the same feeling as y'all when I was young. World, I always loved Scream Two, mm-hmm. top notch. But re- because I rewatched them literally within the last forty eight hours, and I'm a grown up. I'm a grown up jazz now. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I th- now I'm starting to appreciate certain different things, and I appreciated you know fifteen to twenty years ago, which is really twenty years ago for me. Because like I said, I was watching. I've been watching horror films since I was like four or five. I'm not playing with y'all. Y'all niggas watching Peppa Pig, that's cool. I'm watching Friday the 13th. That's what we're doing. I'm like, we Pig, eating yes. fucking fruit snacks. Fuck. We drinking fucking, uh, fan- not fancy sodas. What them, what them fucking, what, what them sodas called when they say oh, Shasta? Ooh. The fucking Shasta sodas. <laughs> I forget Shasta the sodas, sodas. eating fruit snacks. And I'm watching horror films. Like, I've been watching them a long time. So I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking with this. But now the original. I really fuck with because now, like, when I listen to the dialogue, now I'm getting into the, I understand more about the dialogue because when I was six watching it, I didn't understand none of those references. Yeah, no. I didn't understand none of them because I, I, even if I had seen the movies, I was at an age where I could not put them together. So now, pushing 30, um, I'm, I'm listening to these episodes. I'm like, I've been watching these movies. I'm like, oh, shit, that's from this. Oh, I watched it two months ago. Or yeah, I'm watching that like, oh, this makes it, oh, it's a lot of, dots got connected for me again from watching it again and I just really have a different appreciation for the original now and I'm not even a nigga who is you know cause you know niggas love the originals everything yeah I'm a diehard the originals always better it's not um wow. you know it's a matter of opinion shake the table no I'm shaking the table it's a matter of opinion you don't have to call favorite the fucking original just because you want to or everybody else or just not want to you want to that's fine if everybody else is saying <laughs> yeah no it's because it's not if you just like the fucking movie it's personal fucking choice so some people are just like but only the original is always better because it's the original and that's not the case because it depends on what you enjoy about the movie so if you're looking for more kills which it, sequels always have better kills just like friday the 13th second the second thing better kills than the original sorry um although kevin bacon did get stabbed and kevin but, bacon is the greatest answer <laughs> The but the nigga off. got caught in half in a handstand on the second part. That I'm never gonna forget that nigga stuffed in the ceiling. Oh, okay. But yeah, like you know, y'all like the sequel, the original. I appreciate a little more. I like the original more. But then also, I really appreciate Scream Four. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. Just okay. Quite a bit. Um. But yes, Scream Two. The mom is a killer with this person she's nurtured, and you see this person hanging out. He's a friend. You think he might die because he's one of those throw not throwaway characters, but he's a character that like okay he probably gonna die or something, but you don't really suspect him as much. You suspect a lot because they throw a lot of red herrings out there, like because Cotton Weary comes out, but then he has creepy dialogue that makes him. I know when I was younger, I thought Cotton was a killer because he was saying shit that why would you say that? I like Cotton. <laughs> yeah, I, 
okay, so I don't like cotton. Ernest, you like cotton? I don't like. Of course, cotton I like cotton. Word. Cotton is a great character. Pressed up on Sydney, like okay, I okay, cotton's trash, but I know you. Pr- no, but the thing was not even about pressing up on. He pressed up on about a fucking Diane Walters fucking interview or some shit. Cotton trying to get to the money. I know he's trying to get to the money, but her mom is fucking. He's trying shit, to. Like he's trying to get to the money. Kill her right now. He tr- she's like literally nineteen or twenty. Get the fuck off our case because you grown, he- nigga. Move. He, he trying to get to the money because she fucked his life up yeah, by calling him a murderer. I know. <laughs> he almost, he was she in jail because of her. But he's also really, like, when we get to the towards the end, and he got the gun, like, oh, we're gonna do this interview now. Like, bitch, if you don't shoot this killer, I'm sure if you shoot this Listen. fucking, because the killer gonna kill your ass too, stupid. Like, you worry about Dan Walters right now. Shoot this bitch. Yeah. So then you can like, alright, I killed her. Can you please do the interview for this for me now that I saved your life? I'm sure that Cindy would have been like, yes, at that point, because she definitely tried to slide the fame towards him. Like, you need to interview Cotton. He's the hero. Take it to him. He shot but at first, she wasn't at. Here's the thing, right? I'm not. Cotton is a shitball. Let's get this. For ju- just for the thing, like, do I enjoy Cotton as a character? As a character, when it comes to like, you know, showing up and other shit, but he's very selfish and very into the money. He reminds me of Gail. That's why I, I, I like Gail, but I don't like Gail too. Like, if I was in real life, and I would have punched Gail in the mouth too. Like, if in real life, I would also punch Cotton as well. Like, you pulling up yelling at me in the fucking library over a fucking interview that I ain't got shit to do with, bitch. I'm trying to get my life together. Bitch, I'm in college. I got class. Get the fuck out my face, bitch. The world don't revolve around you. I know you went to jail, but the nigga also framed you. It's not like, oh, I picked you out of nowhere, bitch. There was evidence. Don't don't act like this shit happened in a fucking vacuum. Now, the crazy thing is, though, the reason why, like, the only reason, like, Gail was being as hard as she was in the first one because she was trying to get cotton unconvicted. She's trying to get Cotton out of jail because the thing is, the only thing that sent Cotton to jail was Sydney's actual testimony. There was no actual evidence. It was just him literally just, she saw him coming out, saw him somewhere around. That's it. That's the only thing that got him arrested. So... I enjoy him as a character in general trashiness involved. It's like yeah. he's an interesting character yeah. to follow. And I mean him being trash makes a lot of sense. His so redemption. 365 days in jail and then my life is fucked up. Like about to be no, he be he didn't beat her ass, which is nice. Um Greg would not beat nobody ass, but he did pull up on her like, look, you won't do this for me, bitch, because you fucked my shit up, okay? At least but still his lines just made him seem like I feel like they he's might a shit ball. Yeah, he's definitely a shit ball. Because I'm like, you're out of jail. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand you want to redeem so, your life. He needs money. But yeah, he's trying to get to the bread. I will be famous and do this. He's gonna he's gonna capitalize off of what happened to him. And you know, I get it. I do get it, but like, bro, they just in the movie with his dialogue and the way he appears, it just makes him not as likable. Well, that's that's also because they're yeah, trying to throw so I definitely going. yeah, but they just they in the, in the part that you can throw a red herring in there. Because they did enough with the voice change situation, they did enough with that. I'm like, you didn't really. Well, no, that was the third one. Um, yeah, yeah, third one yeah, had voice, is, has all the voice changes. I have the second <laughs> one. They was hot. Randy was hot on ass. Yeah, they got they got Randy up out of there. No, he got Randy out of there. Nigga just going around with the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the niggas who spins around. That spin he was makes, fucking getting it with that, that fucking boo box. That spin makes me laugh every time he gets stabbed up and this nigga spins the fucking He getting it. Ooh, yeah. Oh, fuck it up. I'm like, okay. Perfect indication of the nineties. Yes, and you got to move. And this nigga is really dying in the car. Poor Randy. Um, because he was an interesting character and he was fun. Granted, he does not fully go away. Um, but. I mean, yeah. we well, I understand, but like I said, y'all like cotton. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't like cotton. I don't want Gale. I don't like Dewey. I like Sydney halfway. I, I kind of like some of the characters that die a little more than the characters that live. I mean, but I, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. But I do, I will give them their flowers of how they change and evolve, like throughout the thing. But yeah. Because, but also, you know, I feel like I'm a little harsh. Because, you know, I'm watching it. I'm not there with a psycho killer. I feel like they're making stupid choices, but I'm like, what kind of choice would I made under that pressure? I might have fucked around and made the same dumbass choice. I don't know. So, you know, when people, you know how I feel about people making dumbass choices. It makes me dislike them. Why the fuck would you do that? You, you deserve to die because you don't deserve to die because no one should be in your house trying to kill you. That's fucked up. But also, girl, like, like this movie, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it, and she's there's a lot of familiar faces yeah. in this movie. And she's like, you know, being a sober sister and shit. And you, someone's calling your house. They're being fucking weird. I know you have a car because you're the driver. In case you, Omar, as soon as somebody's calling me, I would have had my keys. And then I saw the other sister. I would have said, somebody's on the phone playing with me. I'm gonna go in the car. Let's get in the car. Like, for me, I would have immediately been on alarm. But I can understand why some people wouldn't have been. Mm-hmm. But, like, all, like I told y'all, somebody playing on my phone already puts me at, you know where I'm at. Because you, you you having my phone number, you close to being where I'm at. You know where, you find out where I'm mm-hmm. at. So, off rip, I'm like, no, nah, fuck yeah. that. Let me start locking doors and getting out. And that one... And that one, didn't she think he it was, was her drunk. boyfriend calling like, her? Somebody call, but, he's, but he let her know that he wasn't him early and she kept talking to him. Like that was before she even got super alone. No, she, she, hung up, like, she hung up the phone and then the other sorority sister answered the phone and said it was yeah. her boyfriend. Uh, no, no. She didn't say it was her boyfriend. Nigga was like, oh, well, she did. Yeah, because that's she why she got on the phone. But that's what the killer, but she, she don't know what her boyfriend sound like. But that's the thing. The girl already, several together, already knew that wasn't her boyfriend because I feel like when she was on the couch talking to him, he was like, I'm not such and such. And then when she hung up, the girlfriend Yeah, and she know. hung up the phone. She hung... Yeah, the girlfriend didn't know. So she hung up the phone, someone he, he called phone. back. But the he, other girl picked up the phone was like, the and was like, oh, it's it's like, Mark. I was like, oh, it's you again? Word? I'm getting the fuck out. Because <laughs> I feel like when they're talking to each other in the background, you can see him coming through the open door and he goes in the house and goes like up the stairs. Now, they don't see this. I yeah, he, go, he goes and hides in the house. He wasn't in the house originally. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you made a few, like, you, you, first of all, y'all left that door fucking open. That's dead. I'm like, somebody, if somebody's calling me, I don't know if my man, even if it's just my man, come inside, I'm locking the door. Somebody outside, somebody playing with me. What yeah. the fuck is going on? Like, I, like I said, on edge. She was not on edge until the nigga got in the house and the girl left. And she was like, ha ha ha, I'm about to cut your ass up. And I was like, wait a minute, no. <laughs> Now the crazy thing about this is also is like she lives in a sorority house. How many prank calls do you think they probably get? Listen, them girls still dead in that house. Girl, (laughs) they did they ever find that bitch in the attic? No. I mean, because they the original please. No, no, I haven't seen that. On Shutter. I know you got Shutter. All right. 
Because if you think about like even at the beginning of the movie, like Sydney's being plagued with nothing but prank calls. So I'm just like wondering how many prank calls are being being made, period. Just like how many drunk frat guys call that house and and toy around until they right. find who they're supposed to be talking to. Get these thugs out of here. Yeah, predators, exactly. This this is this is uh this is the yeah. late nineties, early two thousand. They were called yeah, the black woman, the second one. Like girl, what? we going to this there little was, party. What's her name? Was, um Hallie. Hallie Hallie was an although I like her character and other stuff, I've seen that character multiple times. Yeah, she was on um she's played on several shows. A lot of these Lots people of in the nineties and early two thousands, um it was you're talking about um, Alicia yeah, Neal yeah. from uh, The Humans? Yes, they all the, go the on like, different Hebrews? shows yeah. and stuff. Like, you have the girl, what is it, Rebecca Gayhart. She was also in Urban Legend. You oh, have, she was. Yep, you got um, like, Rose McGowan. She's been in quite a few yep. things. Omar Epps. Like, <laughs> She's recently been known as being the crazy oh, white girl. Wow. From Speaking of, okay, so we didn't really discuss the opening scene. Because the opening scene in all of these movies are... Interesting, kind of interesting. Well, yeah, we kind of touched on it a little bit, but right. um, it was, it was a very like standout opening scene. Yeah. Um, especially because once again, the black people died in the beginning. Majority of the black people died. And what's funny is the black people, at least Jada Pinkett, which I'm like, she was a demon. Like, how you kill her like this? Anyway, she was like, you know, oh, this bitch doing this stupid ass shit, bitch, get out the house, whatever. And then she gets killed in an unconventional way. Because, you know, of course, her boyfriend fucking eavesdropped. First of all, if I hear somebody saying mommy shit, I'm getting the fuck out the uh, bathroom. But he gets stabbed up. Okay, cool. And then she saw him with the mask because he scared her. So the nigga takes his jacket, puts it on, and sits next to her in the movie theater. It's dark. He has his jacket on, which probably has the smell and scent she on it. That, He's like wearing that. gloves. He got the mask on. She knows he has the mask, but she's not alarmed because th- he showed her this. She but then like she leaned on him at a scary part when she took away from him. Her hands had blood on them. And she was like, what the fuck? And then he stabs her up and she dies in front of everybody. Um, it was just, it was a little unsettling for me. First of all, as a youth them, I was a little scared. Then it's like, damn. Why she got to die like that? First of all, the movie and just started. The black people already dead. So here we go. We just got here and we're dead. They didn't even show you the fucking title card, dog. And two niggas. I was geeked up just to see Jada Pinkett and have her killed right in front of me. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, she was already set it off. She didn't show us. She was a bad bitch. She made it as a survivor. And y'all gonna do this to her. She was a survivor in two movies. Set it off. And fucking demon night. I mean, survivor or not. I'm tired. Yeah. Even yes, Survivor or not, like I even then I'm tired of knowing. Like okay, as soon as I see the black people, I know they about to die. Now, granted, they toss a little couple of black people in there in the end, but they die too. So I'm really just like, we about to die. Yeah. On top of in this movie that none of the characters are safe, not even the main characters are none safe. None of them are so safe. So I'm really just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like oh well, here we are. Hey, Mark. Yes, Dwayne you know, actually shout out to him. Cam, but one <laughs> of the did. very few cameramen that actually what? made it out. You want to know why? Because he said, fuck this, take your camera, I'm fucking out, bitch. Pull I'm the done. plug. Pull the plug. And he left, and you don't see him no more until the end where it's safe. And I'm like, thank goodness, because I don't, I didn't remember his character really until I watched the second movie mm-hmm. again. I'm like, oh yeah, he did that. That's so nice. He's like, all right, I'm gone. I remember what happened to uh, your last cameraman. Now, of course, wait, there's more. 
just like they say in the scary movie James there are two more movies in this franchise there's four movies total if you did not know when you're here I don't know what fuck the rock you live under or you might be a member of the youth one two or know. three you should know like one because they're old well if you the know if you're one, a young person you don't know nigga because they probably was just born and they probably won't watch the movie yeah. before they were born. They yeah. didn't really understand the hype. Or you a hating ass person and you know, surprised you decided hyped. to stop hating. And now you're watching the movie. And even more hype, they, which is even more meta, they had that crazy movie scene with all these masks and there's so much going on in the movie theater that stab. The stab movies that are made based on the uh the screen. Yeah. Now here's the thing. The killings. Yeah. Would y'all be interested <laughs> in seeing like a stab series on its own? Okay. Well, because that's mm. you know, better, better, better. Uh, we live in real world. At, at this, at this point, there's seven. At this point, there's seven movies. There's seven stab movies, yeah. or eight. Like the first, the first three are the ones that we, we they're made based off the movies that we've already seen, except for the third one. The third one, Back to Woodsboro, will it's probably based more. So it, it's their own thing that they're doing. But like one and two, yeah, they're pretty much screen one and two. <laughs> Just highly stylized and changed up. I would watch all of them. I'm carrying the series. Of on course, my back. I'm carrying the series on my. You back. are a completionist, absolutely, and you love to carry a series on your back. Let me tell you, if I watch, like, if I get to the third movie, I'm like, you know what? I don't have to waste seven more hours of my life watching the rest. Yes, I can watch. You can do that. I'm gonna watch something else instead. I'm gonna I'm report done. back. I'm gonna watch and report uh, back because. Like you said, we've only we know what the first two to three stories are about. We have no idea what how the fuck they got from we we us present day are only four movies in them hoes eight movies in. So what the hell didn't happen? They made between a, four and eight? they had to make up a bunch of shit. Okay. They made up well, a bunch of shit. Answers. I don't. You know what? I can Google I need those the answers. answers. Way. So I, can Google, I will Google those answers. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't watch all the sad movies, but. You know, step two, not step two. Why? Scream through two ends up with this fucking psychotic killer. Then the mom goom and she kills everybody. Now we're in step three, and you know, city to move into this fucking country ass house. Which they need to leave her alone. She can't catch a fucking break. She lives literally in every every two years. But okay, so my problem with this is seclusion. I feel like is very is much more detrimental. Which they make a quote about this, like you need, you know, you live, you need to be with people. You got these ghosts haunting you because they see her mom haunting her. Which is, I thought that the movie was gonna take a supernatural turn. Um, yeah. When I was younger, because if she's seeing the ghost of her mom, or just be the stress because it's a lot of trauma. Her mom is dead. She has no closure. She finds out her mom is almost a stranger, not a stranger, but she's doing all this. She got all these secret lives. You don't. She has a lot. She doesn't know mm-hmm. about her mom. So I'm like, okay, this can pop up. Like you know, you read the book and then they they have a vision of a ghost. Some shit like that, but I'm just like, ma'am, you know how easy it would have been to for you to go move somewhere in an apartment complex where the, somebody has to check in with the fucking guard in the front, girl. That should that help her for a do- in her dorm room. It don't matter where she go, <laughs> yeah, because they still find her ass. So she decided, let me just fall off the map, act like a whole new person, Change and guess name. what? He still found your ass. Don't know how. I, I'm trying now. to figure out with that technology. What year was this? This was 2000. With the year 2000 technology. technology. How the hell did they okay. find her? So another part of technology. I feel like people make this thing with the voice changing and shit. And they're like, oh, it's just so fucking terrible. That's not, we don't even have that voice. With a yak box? No. It's, 
That's what that was. That nigga had the yak box and was talking yeah. on the phone. But you know, you do recording voice, you change your voice. I feel like, Talk first boy. of all, if I can believe that aliens come and do all this shit, or if we can believe that there's vampires that hop around and do all this shit, if you can believe that there's Frankensteins and everything else, I feel like it's not that far of a fucking reach to believe that there's this made up fucking technology. They made it up. Yeah, it doesn't exist. They made it fuck they made it up. They like they make up everything else. Bitch is a movie. <laughs> Suspend your disbelief, goddammit. We're here with these fake ass voices. <laughs> we think now it is a little lazy. Cause they get a lot of people in a lot of places because they have fake ass voices. Now I can understand that. If they would have used it a little more smart, just you know, here there to create anxiety because you don't know if you're talking to the real person ever in these movies. Like the third movie well, the problem with three is that it constantly went through rewrites, like consistently, because they they didn't use Kevin Williamson to write. Like he wrote like the first two drafts, and then he brought someone else in to finish up the work. And you could just tell that, like they even have like a meta joke in the movie about um I forgot which character is. I think it's I think either Parker Posey or one of them. Yeah. Yeah, but she gets killed in this constant rewrite. Yeah, she complains like, yo, yeah. it's constant rewrites. How fucking supposed to remember our lives? And then she gets murdered. But, you know, she's right. Wasn't this also the one that took place during kind of like Columbine situation? Where the group got shut down in the movie uh, because it's like, okay, y'all doing all this shit. It's violence on TV, TV violence. Or was that the second one? I don't know. It's one. It's the second one or the third one? Okay. Yeah, it's like it's the, the third Columbine. One. Like, it's like likely. controversial because the violence is also taking place in the movie, and they're like, ooh, real life. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot going on. First off, I do, so Scream 3, in terms of, like, trilogies we usually know from slasher films, Scream 3 was one of, like, one of my favorites in existence. Um, <laughs> it, no, listen, like... It's not bad, it's just not my favorite. It wraps the story together, like, it, it literally, I, they were going to, the, through the fucking roof swag to bring these circles together. First of all, I they like just... the fact that they were not <laughs> afraid to kill off a lead character or a main character rest of my time to get the mom gossip girl slash the OC up out of here um they get everybody the fuck up out of here and I'm like oh okay well let's get it and then I'm already sick for my girl Sydney because like I said she's living in seclusion the killer come find her ass the killer is wild and then the now I do I was disappointed in the reveal of who the killer was I did like that they expanded more on Maury Prescott's story and she was living this whole sick, secret youth life before her yeah, family. Boy, you were um, hiding a child. She was. She was. And I, I was really upset to later, when we la- it's later revealed that not only was she hiding her child, um, Sydney's essentially what older brother is mad as fuck, or yo, whoever the fuck is mad that, you know, she got to have a mom for like a day, because uh, clearly the mom died. And, I mean, um, she was like a female. But she had, you know, got to have a life with this family and this whole situation. Nigga, that ain't got nothing to do with her. She didn't even know you existed, bruh. So you gonna have to call, kill all her friends and kill yeah. everybody on the set? For why? She's already dead. Like, it just was weak as a bitch. People need therapy. But also psychotic. Like I said, he's like not, he's not thinking he feels like he he must feel like he's gonna be okay if he kills Cindy you're not gonna be okay because guess what you still don't have a fucking mom so now what yeah so the crazy thing is is that he also drops in the movie that he also this man was working working. in the first movie they were already obsessed with movies it was easy to 
push them or coax them into doing some wild shit. This shit's and of crazy. course, the first Casey Becker, who was, you know, was it Stewart's girl, ex-girlfriend, you know, boom, boom, Billy Loomis, Sydney girlfriend, she not fucking him either. So she yeah. be like, you're not fucking me. Your mom's breaking up my family, bitch. I'm about to stab your ass up. Because um, I feel like pussy powerful. I feel like she would have fucked him earlier. He might have second gave a second thought. I feel like he was going <laughs> to kill her regardless. I don't know. Because I he, think he already he had He seems stupid mind. enough to be influenced. He and might have been, but I think he would have still killed her. He might have. Because he the was vengeance good. was already. He wasn't good. good. They had to shoot him a lot of times. You right. They had to shoot him a lot of times. You know, could have went. I don't know because when you introduce different information, you don't know how the story's going to go. How the character would have reacted to that. But all I know is I know that pussy powerful. And you know, her fucking him good a couple times might have changed his whole mind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. I niggas think do more for less. Niggas do more for less. I this is true, but I also think that in general, like it don't matter if she was gonna bust the pooty open. Like he was just using that shit against her and trying to manipulate her to do whatever the fuck he wanted to do. It wasn't even the main thing because she still won't fucking him. She was like, girl, but I'm he was not- trying to like you know coerce her into having sex with him. That's really what that was like pressuring yeah. her to lose her virginity. Like it was just it's she true. was like, girl, PG, PG thirteen. Let's keep this PG That was him trying to keep to the tropes mm-hmm. about the final girl. Remember in the horror movies, the final girl is supposed to be yeah. pure. And so for him, he was like, if I Trash. devour her, I can kill her. Trash. So It didn't work out for him anyway, because he died. Yeah, he would make it to the sequel. Um, so the crazy thing about Scream 3, I, I, I know I keep starting off every sentence with the crazy thing, but it's that, so her brother Roman mentions that she he backs Stu and Stu and Billy, but then it's one scene in the first movie. If you pay attention to, is right before. Um, it's either right before or right after Billy and Stu are talking to Randy in the movie theater. It's a scene of Ghostface actually watching uh, Sydney, and it was like, "Who the fuck is that?" Because if they're if if them if both of them are at the movie at the at the rental store. Surprise! Who the fuck is this guy? And I was like, it's Roman. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. There's three kills in the first movie. Kind of. Not really, but they orchestrated the third part. The second part was out of revenge. Because <laughs> Billy's mom is turned the fuck up. But the third one, um, it was fun, but it was like a little bit of ridiculous shit. Like there's explosions. Um, I love the explosive scene. <laughs> I love the scene where the guy goes to the house and they're like, and the killer is the person's gonna die. Whoever can read this note, because this stupid ass could have just brought the fucking note under the light and then he licks it and the house blows up. I love that scene. I definitely would have took the shit off the facts and came straight outside with the note because there were pool lights. Can't and I'm even like, read. You can't First of all, it. I'm not taking nothing off the fucking facts. I'm leaving. Can't even read, did not read. No, he wanted to know because he wants to see who survives because they're abiding by a script and with all these rewrites, different versions of the film. They That's don't fine. Know Fuck your script, bitch. I'm out. And everybody's a suspect now because Dewey looks shaky because everybody they got all these voice like all these voice fucking mimics and on the talk boy yeah on the talk boy all these fucking mimics mm-hmm. like I'm Dewey I'm Cindy cause I'm telling you I'm coming to the house party and I'm not going to the house party I'm Billy Loomis yeah I'm anybody you know which is really wild and that's probably more reason why he that person who is a killer who is their fucking half brother would have all these voices cause he's been with it since the beginning so of course he would have all these voices I Maybe. like that we get a uh, cameo from Carrie Fisher in this movie. Yeah. I like it. And then she's like, it's really cute because they're like, aren't yeah, you that? And she was like, 
yeah, I, I get that all the time. It's not me. So basically, like, she's... Her character looks similar to her actual self. She's like, yeah, girl, I know I look like her, but well, I didn't fuck the direction, so I'm not that nigga, but it is her. I'm proud of her. You're like, girl, you are the same person. Rest Carrie Fisher. Oh, wow. Yeah, dark, 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 dark. You know, I mean, the years are going, our our fades are dying. We're getting old because we're getting old, too. So, you know, you know we're just getting to the point of where that's happening. But, yeah, it's turned out they killed the fucking, the, it reminds me of American Horror Story, which, I mean, of course, they would pull from there where, you know, you had the reenactors <laughs> doing the situation and they're dying and you had real characters where Scream 3 has the reenactors and the actors in the same situation yeah. and they're dying and I dying. And one of my favorite scenes is where the girl who plays Girl Weathers is like, girl, I'm going where the fuck you going because somebody's following me. And you know what? If they see me and you together, they're going to see you because they want to really kill you and they're going to kill you and not kill me and I'm going to get the fuck away. Oh. And I'm just going to hang with you. <laughs> Because, bitch, we're not, I'm not doing this no fucking more. <laughs> I didn't even do shit, bitch. You were the nigga there. They don't want me. They want you. And I was like, she do die later. They shoot yeah, the that's Jennifer. They try to shoot the mirrors down and get her out of the mirrors. She do die. But it felt like it was really funny. That bitch, I'm going where the fuck you going. She had a key card. She wanted her fucking she's life She's method anyways. acting as we go through this. She's pretending she's Gail. My Gail would do this. And Gail's like, bitch, I'm Gail. Shut the fuck up. Because you don't even know me. This is what we would do, bitch. Well, there's that. So, yes, in 2011, <laughs> we're pulled up in this final train, final station. We had Scream 4, um, Off Fun. Bucks. Emma Roberts. Yeah, starring Emma Roberts. Um, off Bucks, you're a lead, like your intro scene, You, it's a different kind of kill scene, but at this point, we're used to this. But it's through the lens of Stab 7 and Stab 8. Um, Fun. So yeah, that was I actually like that. Man, man. I did feel like they were trying to throw a lot at me, but overall, the story and the movie in general, I felt it was very enjoyable. Um, I it did like I like Scream Four. I like Scream Four more than Scream Three, and I don't care how anybody feels about that. Well, there's that. I was more entertained by Scream, especially because you know I've been watching more movies as a grown up. Um, as a young Warhog, all I watched was horror films. I watched some other ones, okay, but. Now I'm watching a lot of movies. I'm like, okay, I know what kind of what to expect from certain characters before they start acting. You know, nine times out of ten. And Emma Roberts, I've seen her in AHS, AHS so many times. I'm like, okay, she's definitely a scream queen. She could be a final girl or she could be a killer. We don't know because I've seen her more than once. This is going to be an interesting take. Sydney is here. Gail is here. David Arquette is back as Dewey. He's still here with us. Well, we've got Hayden Penny's here. Yeah, as Kirby. Yep. Yeah. We got Rory Culkin playing Charlie. You know, he and Macaulay Culkin probably. Yes. Or Wes Craven pops up as the coroner. He does. Yeah, everybody. You know, we got a few people in this movie. It's a fun time. Anna Paquin pops up in the beginning. Yeah, and this time, I feel like Emma Roberts is related to Sydney Stewart. That's her cousin. What, cousin? Yeah, and you know, this bitch, like, all right, I'm spoiling it, and I like I said, you're going to watch them at this point. Um, at this point. Um, Emma Roberts is definitely the killer. Nope. Um, one of them. And she... I didn't really see that coming. I didn't. They they did not red herring her too much. They made it really seem like she was a victim. And then towards the end, you realize that, no, this bitch is devious. But also, it's something that can be expected from Emma Roberts because I've seen her kill people before. I've seen her do some devious shit. Mm-hmm. Like, she, this is not above her. You know, she seemed like look cute and innocent, but she's also... She can kill people. Even AHS in 1984, I'm not going to spoil that, but 
her character has a duality. Like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. innocent, I'm cool, and then, oh, I will also stab you. So, you know, check out those. Check out Emma Roberts as a whole. I do enjoy her. But, you know, she, you don't really, I don't, I didn't see it. And I'm like, usually I see those kinds of things coming up. I didn't know who the killer was going to be because Scream 3 had laid dormant for so long mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I thought they was done. No, I, I did ask. That's fair. Somebody had to pull up on me was like, hey, there's a Scream 4. Surprise. What? I, I was like, wait a minute, we're so well. Oh, okay. And then I <laughs> saw it not so long ago. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. This is kind of fun, refreshing. And they opened it back up where we could do a screen five. And I'm okay with that. It's not like, oh, they open up screen five and it's this stupid force thing and you're just making up bullshit. Like, you kind of have a solid basis to go move forward based on what screen four presented us with. Um, it was fun. Like, there's a lot of good kills. There's some ruthlessness <laughs> to it. Like, bitch, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you. Especially when you figure out who, like, well, you figure out that she planted this shit from the beginning, and she's not fucking with y'all. And yes, I'm about to go viral, bitch. Yeah, the meta commentary of that <laughs> this screen for like. Jill is trying to kill Sydney to become the new Sydney, and that this is Scream Four was supposed to be like a reboot of the series, and that mm-hmm. the meta commentary is that reboots and remakes try to yeah. take and become better than the original, murdered, but like, then kind of still kind of fails. I am kinda, Sydney Prescott. Like, funny. You like Sydney Prescott has been a bad bitch since Scream One. You think you're gonna pull up in Scream Four and show her something new, bitch? Something comes with experience, and I feel like yep. what we need to understand is. You know, yeah, you a new bitch and you got these cute new ideas, but bitch, I have experience and I know what to expect because living life and doing certain things as a whole is going to affect how I make decisions moving forward. And you can't, you can't preconceive or like understand those decisions because you've never been here before. Yeah. So you think you know me, bitch, but I'm going to come You think you know me. But I'm going to come out on top because bitch, this is my fourth movie and you can't beat my ass. I'm a bad bitch, nigga. You can't kill me. Okay, you thought Emma Roberts, you're cute, and I love you and Kevin, great. But you know, you you did that, but you didn't do Scream. Mm-hmm. I've been here, I've done Scream three times. This is your first time doing Scream. You can't beat my ass. That's <laughs> why so I'm like, oh, like, okay. That although it didn't look like she was going to be her ass because it seemed that way. She's in the towards and she's in the hospital, and they was like, do we saw her? Yeah, I think she's gonna pull through. And she's like, he leaves, and she's like, fuck, rips her fucking vape like. IVs out like bitch I gotta beat her ass what the fuck that bitch is gonna tell everything I have to kill her right yeah cause like cause Sydney will say she's trying to sell books movies interviews she's trying to get out on top viral be a speaker at somebody's college university about survival and you know making choices she's trying to do that she's making a career out of this bullshit but she you know she kind of had a she had to folly it up yeah kind of fuck shit up to make her own sand platform she had to create a platform out of murder and death yeah and Sydney said, bitch, I'm not about to die for your cause. So, fucks her up. And there's a police officer who's also a red herring in there. They love doing red herring. Every um, time you crazy. say red herring, I think I'm watching a pup named Scooby-Doo. It's a red herring! And then he does a little that's shape. So, well, that's so, red so herring! What a red herring is. Mm-hmm. And a child, like, you know, as, you know, as an educator, I'm like, that's the perfect way to teach children 
about film. Like, this is what a red herring is. You think this person did this per- thing, but they're not the person who did it. You gotta look even deeper. They beat your ass in the head with that shit every episode. Yeah, but but also when you think about the audience of the ages, all the years of those kids. That's true. I mean, that's true. That's yeah, true. you know, you can't just you can't give it to them subtly. You have to show. Like, you have to model it for them. Scooby Doo was a fun time. Scooby Doo. But yeah, they definitely give it as oh she's a red herring because also the character choice, the choice of words, always makes them look guilty. Well, I did this. Well, I did that. Oh, I said this. I'm like, mm, bitch, you are guilty. I don't, I don't know about you. You can't be trusted. I think that's a fun part of this green series. Like mm-hmm. that's a, always a, a ever present, you know, trait of those films where there's always a red herring and they throw, and it's usually more than one, and they kind of throw it at you and it makes you forget about who may actually be involved. Mm-hmm. So that that's fun. It takes some timing and skill. I like that. I like it. Scream 4 was fun. It was um, fun. But also, Sydney comes out on top. The girl, As always. She tears off her fucking IVs to go beat Sydney ass in the hospital and say, Sydney come out and beat the shit out of her. But then Gail also pulls up. They electrocute the shit out of her in a way that's very interesting. It's kind of on the nose, but I still like it because sometimes I like on the nose shit. And, you know, also the police officers who you thought was a red herring pulls up with her pistol. Like, she's wearing a vest and she, you know, pulls up and helps. Let's get it assist and saving the day it's fun like watch cream four one two and four are really good four three is also fun and entertaining to watch definitely watch I was, like i said all four movies are worth the watch now Ernest, quick question this is for you jazz um what is your favorite killer reveal mm-hmm Uh, of course, it's um, it's Billy Loomis and Stu. Um, <laughs> you have Randy coming and running into the house, talking about like everyone's gone crazy, Surprise! and then Stu just turns and goes, you know, we all go a little mad sometimes, and then shoots him. <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. You like, oh shit! It, it's a great reveal, especially the quote from Psycho. So you know, full circle, we're back on Psycho again. So. <laughs> I find, okay, because I'm like, all the reveals are really fun. For sure. I don't know, because I feel like the first one is great because Matthew Lillard is so in, like I told you, Matthew Lillard foaming at the mouth, really, t- like he, like when I tell y'all, please, if you've not seen Scream, or if you've not seen Scream in the last 10 years, watch it again, just, just to remind you of this man foaming at the mouth and giving out these speeches with his hands, he is sweating, okay? He's not playing with you bitches because it's like, okay, you get character reveals in the other ones, but mm. this one is so, like, he's so engaged in what the fuck he's doing. He's like, bitch, I like the movies. We're going to do this. And like, like he don't believe his real life. Like he in GTA or some shit. And when they kill him, GTA it's just going to say wasted across the and he going to repopulate in the fucking game. That's not how it happened. Yep. Like, that's not how it works. Like, two, you know, the reveal, okay, the, the, the sleazy, like, not sleazy, oily man the oily man and fucking billy loomis's mom okay i understand but it was like a backwards situation when it comes to like friday the 13th the mom did it okay all right boom and then you got this person who's easy easy to manipulate okay boom whatever the third one all right this fucking random brother we never knew about and was dead because they because he died and they took his fucking pulse he was dead he won't dead like do you know how to take pulse do you not know how to take calls? Did he take a drug? Did he got fake ass wrist? 
What did he do to get out of niggas detecting his pulse before he did? He held his breath, bitch, okay? He's got talent. That's not enough. Your blood is still flowing. You nope. held your breath. Your blood is still they moving. They were all complicit. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe he had, like, fake-ass wrists. They got these fake-ass voices. Maybe he put fake wrists on and she tapped some Maybe latex. he went to sleep. And the latex, you can't feel shit. It's cold. Cool. That's fine. Well, I actually like that one. The I mean, I'm not... one, outside of the third one, that the first one, I like the third reveal. That was one of my favorite reveals. Okay, um, because... I'm okay. Because then you didn't see it coming. Well, yeah, because like, okay, I saw... he's dead, you think he's dead. Right. Well, mostly just in general, like, I wasn't expecting her to have a whole secret-ass family that she never knew about. Clearly, she wasn't expecting it, so we're all shocked. All, I was like, well, yeah, who she the fuck drum up this fucking conversation? But at the same time, like, Okay, well, all right, I'm gonna believe it. That was <laughs> well, it. Well, you know, I just, I definitely, the first one was definitely one of my favorites. The second one was, man, it was, it wasn't bad, but I just, I enjoyed the movie more than so than the reveal for the second one. The third one, the movie was silly. It, it wasn't bad, but it was definitely a lot of silly parts. Fun. It was more comedic. I feel like. Um, in the reveal, like I said, I don't give a fuck about his breath. Like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like I said, the first and the the fourth one I enjoyed very much because the fourth one I did not see coming. Like I really didn't think Emma Roberts was the killer. Did not because they waited till the they held off on it as long as they could to me. Now mm-hmm. maybe I need to watch it one more time. Maybe they telegraphed it a little bit earlier, but they did. I missed it. Yeah, like I said, I could just watch it again because sometimes you gotta watch movies a bunch of times to be like, oh, they did this. Okay, I see. Because now you know the ending, you can go back and look for certain mm-hmm. clues on it. So I'm like, yeah, but I didn't see it coming. So I'm like, the first one, then the fourth one. Not going to hold you. Not going to hold you. Then I'll go with the second and then the fourth. I mean, third. Yeah. Okay. It's very strange lining up I have, but okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, well. Um, we would like to know what you think um, were you fucking with the Scream series? Do you think it's one of the greatest slasher series of all time? Were you like, girl, Ghostface is just a bitch ass nigga? Like, you like the costume? <laughs> like, yes, actually. Like, what, did, what were your faves? Were you not your faves? Are you just like, oh, well, you know, this is another movie? <laughs> um, go ahead and hit us up on actually, we got a website. It's called girlnascara.com. Yes. Um, and if you really don't know how to get the computers puking and you really just, you know how to do, you know, one internet page at a time, <laughs> that's okay. This is a judgment-free zone. You can just go ahead and email us at grltspod at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on Girl That's Scary on Instagram and Twitter. I run the Twitter page and Kat usually runs the Instagram page. We do interchange. Sometimes we're tweeting at the same time. That's okay. Sometimes we're on Instagram at the same time. That's okay. Um, you know, you... It's fine. Just pull up on us. We'll let you know who we is. <laughs> While well, we're tweeting, it's fun. I would like to thank my friend Ernest for coming to be my friend Ernest. Who is also in the horror movie and, and nerd shit like we are. And you know, we foresee Ernest. Ernest, plug your shit, nigga. Plug your shit. <laughs> you can find me pretty much anywhere where you can find anyone. Just shout my name into the ether and I probably showed up here. Also, you can find me haunting this podcast every so often. She's great. You know. And he likes that spooky Play your cool guitar. Alright, y'all. We out this bitch. Bye.